Hey everybody, this episode is brought to you by Jarja Media. If you are in the market, you need a CRM, uh, a customer relationship, uh, customer relationship management system that has built-in follow-ups and everything else that was actually built for the real estate industry, you're going to want to check out jarjamedia.com, J-A-R-J-A-M-E-D-I-A.com. Uh, Jarja Media also does websites, does marketing. You can get a personalized marketing rep to help you or take over your marketing and also offers transaction coordinators, TCs, which if you are in the real estate business, whether you are day one or day 20,001, you need to have a transaction coordinator. There is no risk in doing that. So make sure you check out jarjamedia.com. At the same time too, this episode is brought to you by Jared James Enterprises. If you need coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching, virtual coaching, training for your brokerage, or you just need somebody to do a pretty good keynote for your event, you're gonna wanna reach out to jaredjamestoday.com. I don't think that you'll be disappointed. You are now listening to Today with Jared James. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 32 of Today with Jared James. Uh, as always guys, so appreciate you listening in. Do me a favor and leave a review, a five-star review. Leave a written comment too if you can on the platform that you're listening in on. Subscribe on there and make sure you share this with someone that you think would benefit from it. Um, you know, we put out a lot of content here and it really helps a lot when those, when those kind of things are done. Let's me know that it's worthwhile and a lot of you are listening. So, so cool. Uh, today, what I'm going to talk about, you know, a lot of my topics come from you guys, you know, they come from the questions you guys ask. And a lot of times you also give ideas on things that you'd like to hear talked about. And today I'm going to talk about how much follow-up is too much follow-up. You know, this is a, this is a big thing in our industry today, or just in sales in general, being an entrepreneur, however you want to look at it. Uh, follow-up is key. You know, they always say the fortune is in the follow-up, and yet it's the thing that, that comes most difficult. Like, it, it's, it's, it's difficult to get rejected. It's difficult. And yet there's this other side, too, where sometimes we're following up so much, and we're going, is it too much? Like, you know, is this beneficial anymore? Or am I now, you know, is this a bad show? Like, this isn't, this isn't look good on me, right? And the truth is, uh, when you look at how much follow-up is too much follow-up, it depends on who you're following up with. Uh, I do believe that there is a such thing as too much follow-up, uh, especially when it comes to your clients, your past clients, your sphere of influence. Um, I don't believe those are people you should be touching on a, you know, on a weekly basis, something like that, because all you're going to get is you're going to get people opting out of your emails, you're going to get people blocking your number, like it's just too much, right? Um, you know, I did a, I did a, a Jared James show on YouTube where I talked about the five-step SOI, sphere of influence follow-up. And, you know, I won't cover it all now, but, you know, you create expectation, you execute on that expectation, you create a new expectation, you ask for the business, and then you close with the new expectation. When you are following, you know, these five steps, it's not a question of are you following up too much or not, because the expectation is created, right? It's not just a, like most of us do when it comes to follow-up, a hit or miss, wait till we have time, wait till we think of a great idea, or just don't follow up at all, right? But really, follow-up with your sphere of influence especially um, is more than follow-up. And guys, I'm going to get into leads as well, but, but follow-up with your sphere of influence is more than follow-up. And the reason why I'm covering you know, follow-up with your sphere of influence is because it's amazing to me how much of people's business comes from referrals and, and sphere of influence and these past people, and then how little of their marketing budget or time goes to following up with these people. 
it, it's, 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 it's mind-boggling to me, right? And so follow-up with your sphere is about more than just follow-up. It's about visibility. Um, you should be visible at least, and this is minimum, once per month with your past people, like once per month. Now, that doesn't mean you're calling them every month. What I said was that you should be visible with them at least once a month. You should have on schedule once a year when you're sending them home valuations on their house. Like, hey, your house this year is worth approximately this, right? Like, isn't that what uh, uh, financial advisors do? Isn't that what's going on with your portfolio? Don't you like to know, you know where you're at? It's the same thing. We talk about a home being an investment. So we as the professional need to understand that that investment that they've put in our hands needs to be taken care of. That like, you know, the transaction doesn't stop at the closing. It starts at the closing, okay? A client, when you close them, is not when that relationship stops. That's when that relationship starts, right? So, so yes, we should be doing things like that, whether, you know, regardless of the business you're in, letting them know the thing they bought, where is that thing at right now? If it's the type of thing that appreciates or depreciates or whatever. Uh, yes, we should be doing, you know, past appreciation or holding client appreciation events once or twice a year. Um, you know, yes, we should be doing all of these things, okay? But what I need you to understand when I say that we should be touching base, we should be visible at least once a month, is to understand that social changed everything, okay? Um, it's not enough to post on social and hope they see it. That's not enough. If you're doing it right, and you watch the last Jared James Show episode on YouTube where I talked about the value of a CRM, and again, you guys can get a CRM, our CRM, just by going to jarjamedia.com. But when you look at something like that and you look at the value of that CRM, um, you then understand that you could be using that database, that CRM, those contacts that are in there, to be creating custom audiences for your past people on Facebook and Instagram. And, and when you create that custom audience, it's not about putting ads in front of them that don't apply to them. It's about occasionally boosting posts you know, of you that have nothing to do with your business at all. Boosting that post to that custom audience, those past people, so they're seeing you constantly, at least once a month. Doing date night with your spouse, going on vacation with your family, you know, going after something you love if you're single, some kind of passion you have, and something you've overcome, and something you've, you know, when you understand the value there, you could be creating a custom audience, and now boosting regular posts so they can see that stuff on a regular basis. You're visible on a regular basis, and the connection is even greater than, you know, uh, um, if you had just put some kind of an ad in front of them for them to buy something, okay? You should be working with a local charity or national charity doing stuff and asking them to get involved. That's visibility. You know, asking for their donation or asking for them to donate their time or asking for them to, you know, whatever it is. That's another way you make a touch. That's another way that you're involved. You know, yes, you should be occasionally sending out, um, you know, a market update, you know, on what's going on in the market. But the point I'm trying to get across to you guys is the visibility is more powerful um, than just how many times you follow up. Them seeing you, by the way, the whole just following up thing, it, it's completely not scalable anyway. Like when your database grows to 20,000 people, are you going to call 20,000 people a month? If so, you're not going to do anything else. I promise you that. Okay. So, so that matters. Like, you know, you need to be doing follow up with the most important people, with your core 100, with your top referral givers, with the leads you're trying to convert, with the, the, the prospecting you're doing. But when it comes to your past people, you want to be creating those five-step follow-up phases. You want to follow those, but you also just need to be more um, in love with the idea of being visible. 
And that can happen at scale by creating those custom audiences and doing that, by getting them involved in charities, by you know, occasionally sending them a market update, by sending them the valuations of their property, by doing those things, okay? Now for leads, for, you know, for, these, for these leads, people that could lead to a, conver uh, a, a transaction or a sale or whatever industry you're in, it's a little bit different. You know that when it comes to lead follow-up, my belief is that the goal is one of two fingers. You wanna follow up to the point that you get one of two fingers. You get a thumbs up, let's work together, or you get another finger from them that says, let's not follow, let, let's not work together, okay? I personally believe that you really can't follow up enough in the first month if you're understanding the love languages of leads and you're finding theirs, okay? If, you know, if, and I, I did, a, I did a, a podcast on this previously too, but when you look at the love languages, people, you know, they, they communicate and they hear from people based on that love language, whether it's words of affirmations, whether it's personal touch, whether it's gifts, whether it's acts of, whatever it may be, if you're not speaking to your spouse in their love language, they don't receive it that way, right? Leads are the same thing. If, uh, if their love language is, is, is text and you keep calling, they're not going to respond, if there's a social DM and you keep emailing, they're not going to respond, okay? And so we have to find their love language early on and we need to ask them what it is. How do you want me to reach out in order to find what the best way is? When you don't do that and you just continually keep sending in a way that they don't respond on to, it's just harassment at that point, okay? You know, remember, one of the things we teach our students um, is there's rules of lead conversion, okay? The first rule is you want to create expectation of how you're going to follow up. Find their love language. See if that's the way that they want. Is, is this the best way? Ask, okay? The second thing you want to do is you want to ask if you should stop reaching out. There's nothing wrong with hearing a no, okay? In fact, the third rule is sometimes no is better than nothing, Hearing a no from somebody, hearing you shouldn't follow up, is better than hearing nothing where you just follow up for the next two years and it was a complete and utter waste of time. So ask if you should stop reaching out, second rule. Third rule, sometimes no is better than nothing. Okay? The fourth rule is you need to categorize these people by time frame and likelihood in your CRM. Your CRM is your hub. Okay? So what is their time frame? One to three months, six to 12 months, over a year. You know, what is their likelihood? Are they an A, yes, a B, no, a C, nurture? We need to use technology, use our software, use our CRMs to do the jobs that we could never do on our own in our own head. The, the job of technology is to free us up to do the things we should have been doing all along. And then the fifth rule is to remember that you're following up to serve the client. You're doing a disservice if you don't follow up. You know, if, if, if you really believe that you are the best option for these people, that you are the best option, there's no one better than you, that, you know, getting someone else in your marketplace would be a disservice to them, then you are actually committing a disservice by not following up long term and by not staying in until you get one of those two fingers, till you get a thumbs up or the other finger. You're doing a disservice if you really believe that you are the best option. Now, after you've followed uh, all of those steps and you've done all the things I've talked about and we ask, is there a such thing as following up too much? I would tell you that after about a month, if you're not hearing from them at all and you're speaking their love language and all of those things, you wanna to touch base about twice a month until you get one of those two fingers. Till they say, stop contacting me or until they reach out and say, let's start working together, at least twice a month. 
And those, those two times a month should be in different forms of communication. Hopefully you found out their love language. If not, uh, sometimes you can see if they're opening emails or not, or you, know, uh, you can kind of see how, how they're responding. But now you want to mix it up, whether it's an email and a call, you know, first of the month email, middle of the call, uh, middle of the month, uh, it's going to be a call, whether it's a text message and then a video, whether it's a social DM and then a, you want to mix it up. But after that first month, when you're really going at it, you're finding out based on these five rules of lead conversion, you're doing everything you should do. Now it's a matter of twice a month until you get one of two fingers. When it comes to your clients, your past people, your sphere, minimum, you should not just be making a touch. You want to be visible once a month. And we've talked about how you can do that through having those custom audiences and promoting not just business stuff, but promote posts that show what you're doing so that it's relevant to them, they connect with you. If you follow all of these steps, you're not gonna have to worry about following up too much. You're gonna kinda get into a groove where you understand what's too much, what's not. But more importantly, you're going to convert more, not just leads, but also your past people. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, there's a few things that I'd like you to do. Subscribe, share this with someone you know that you think would also benefit from it. Leave a review on the platform that you're listening on and do me a favor, go over to connectwithjared.com. Connect on all the platforms I'm on, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, all these places. And do me a favor, leave me a message, let me know what you enjoyed about the episode and more importantly, let me know what you'd also like to hear about moving forward. 